is in the know for Tuesday, August 24, the 236th day of 2021. There are 129 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will have day number 12 of Where's Quacky. It will be your chance to win. And uh, we'll also have a water cooler question. It will be an additional opportunity for you to be victorious. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The no, he is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even BlackRock. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. Have you, uh, you learned where BlackRock is yet? Mm. The Grayson County High School Cougar Pitch. Okay. Is in the direction of Black Rock. Okay. So well, you go I'll, be, on down, I'll be there tonight. You go make the big sweeping right-hander in yep. that curve, uh-huh. and then you're in downtown uh-huh. Black Rock right there. Okay. So if they had moved the school any so, further to the west, they would have been in Black Rock. Still uh, Litchfield. Almost to uh, Millwood, but not quite. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Black Rock is between Litchfield and Millwood. Very okay. good. I've now got you, it. Now you got it. Now you know where I'm you are. I'm taking notes. I uh, stayed up. Well, not, I shouldn't say late last night, but I, I, I watched the conclusion of the Saints-Jaguars game last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landon Young got in. He got to play the final about five, six offensive series. Uh, he's probably listed right now on the depth chart at the three, mm-hmm. probably playing with the threes. And so he got to play several series and did a very fine job, by the way. No weaknesses in his game. But their series were short because they had their third-string offense in, which meant it was a lot of three and outs and you know and punts. So there were several series, but they weren't overly productive. But if you ISOed on his game, he did a very fine job you know, with his blocking assignments. And the only thing I didn't like about the game is we didn't, for the Jaguars, Josh Allen didn't get to play last night. That would have been you know nice to be able to see a you know, couple of former cats. Over there in chair number three, it's Tuesday. Beej is on assignment to say we, today. We say good morning. First Baptist Church of Litchfield knows them as their worship and discipleship. Who am I? The Social Security Administration knows him as Dennis C. Cook. We lovingly know him as Yukon Cornelius. Good morning, Humble Bumble. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, Yeah, you were were on assignment last Tuesday. I was. Which meant assignment is code word for doing whatever Sarah tells you. No kidding. Of course, that's on the huge, is it not? Uh, yes, yes, You're sir. Following yes. her marching orders and doing what's necessary. I like to just do what I can to make her happy. I, that's not a bad rule of. That's uh, not a bad modus operandi. Mm, uh, bless I, you. I am always uh, indebted to you and grateful for you. But I'm additionally grateful to you and your Chicago Cubs for the gift that you bequeathed us in Tony Rizzo. It is my pleasure on behalf of the Ricketts family in Chicago in general to give you who I believe is one of the top two or three first basemen in all of Major League Baseball. Tony Rizzo has has been part of the group that has helped the Yankees go on a 10-game heater. That's right. They are hot. Including they turned away last night. One of the other hottest games in the Major Leagues is in the Atlanta Braves. What's, What's that line from Bambi? 
You don't have anything nice to say? Don't say anything at all? No, okay, well, all right. This, sit over there. From, this is my intro, Sam. Just, just I don't sit know over why. there. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Excuse me, Sam. I also got to give it to the Yankees PR department. So if you know the new uh, Justin Bieber song, it's I Get My Peaches Down in Georgia. Uh-huh. The what? Yankees tweeted last night. They put a picture array of their starting pitching rotation, and it said, we got our pitchers down in Georgia. After the win last night, five oh, to one over the Atlanta Braves. So I thought, ah, I see what you, I see what you're doing there. You think that you're clever. So yeah, I don't, uh, I don't understand that reference, but I will say, you're not a big Justin I'm, Bieber fan. Who? I'm not <laughs> a Yankees fan, but I'm cheering for the Yankees. You're an Anthony Rizzo fan. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Ooh. Fair enough. We appreciate. Oh, Riz. We'll we'll Ooh. take it. Um, also, okay. some of the big news <laughs> regionally today is early on I saw that the FBI Louisville has announced that they are conducting multiple searches in Nelson County today in the area of the Woodlawn Springs subdivision. I think if you look at it aerially, it is maybe close to a golf course. I think there are only a couple of golf courses in Nelson County, one of them being Maywood and one of them being my old Kentucky home. So I'm not sure uh, which area this is, but hopefully something they've learned over the last year since they took over the the, uh, case of Crystal Rogers' disappearance has produced fruits, and maybe finally we might learn something about what happened to Crystal Rogers. So anyway, that's going on in Nelson County today, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it also here in this portion of the country, near record high heat again today. Louisville got to 97 yesterday. We didn't get that high uh, here between the lakes, but uh, the forecast for the Louisville Metro is still hot again today, and we'll just be a, f- a couple of degrees uh, short of that. But we'll see um, heat indices above 100 again today. So officially the regional high listed at 97. Again, I think we're more likely in the order of 94, 93, something in that range. Partly cloudy, 78 tonight, and then another hot one again for tomorrow. Maybe some relief early next week that we can look forward to. I like that we can call relief 88. Yeah, it's just at uh, this point. Oh, yeah, it's, can we get can we catch a little bit of a break? But if it'll just go and do its thing and then move on, I'll I'll be you know okay with that. As the nation continues to watch the Afghani situation and the withdrawal of Americans from Afghanistan, the Taliban saying this morning that uh, if the Americans aren't gone by August 31st, there will be consequences. And I think we're probably going to say, well. We'll be here as long as we need to get our Americans out, and if we need to, there will be consequences for you. So um, will things remain peaceful? I guess we still consider they are peaceful at the moment, although our mileage may vary depending upon who you are. Probably if you're stuck in Afghanistan, you don't get a peaceful, easy feeling, mm-hmm. according to the Eagles. But 6th District Congressman Andy Barr is proposing legislation in Washington aimed at keeping funds of the government Afghanistan government of Afghanistan out of the hands of the Taliban. So when they say they take over the government, they don't just take over the capitals, but then they've got access to all the resources as well. And what have we done for the last two decades? We've tried to prop up the Afghani government with monetary resources to help them, whatever might remain, or the the resources that that cash investment bought, whether it be tanks, guns, uh, infrastructure, whatever it might be, he trying to make sure that um, as his rank, uh, as a ranking member on the House Financial Services Subcommittee on National Security, he has introduced that the IMF Afghan Re- Recognition Assurance Act, basically meaning whatever we've invested in Afghanistan doesn't fall into the hands of the Taliban. I don't know how they keep from that, but I mean, sounds good. 
but I'm not sure how they actually go about it. Also, the big news nationally yesterday, I guess that was kind of international news, nationally, the FDA gave Pfizer, the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, full approval to be used. So it can be used uh, off-label. It can be used for booster. It can be, uh, they are basically uh, free to fly. Pfizer and its partner, BioNTech, is uh, now carries the strongest endorsement from the FDA. And I believe that it is likely that the others, probably Moderna, will be next. The Johnson & Johnson is a slightly different formula than the mRNA uh, vaccines that Pfizer and Moderna, and Moderna are. But I think Johnson & Johnson will be uh, around the, you know, in the, in the uh, short term, will get their approval as well. So I don't know if this helps people who have held out and said, well, uh, I don't know that the vaccine is safe. I, I don't know if it's as simple as flipping a switch and all of a sudden saying, well, I had my concerns yesterday that it was safe, but now the FDA mm -hmm. says it is safe. I'm going to go ahead. But another thing that it does do, and you heard President Biden say it yesterday, it now gives employers, universities, uh, other entities that maybe were hesitant about mandates, mandating an emergency use vaccine, prior that now that it is uh, sanctioned by the FDA fully, it may give them more protection in issuing a mandate. Of course, there's, you know, shove back on those mandates in various places, and I certainly understand that. So um, if, if your lone excuse for not getting vaccinated was the FDA hasn't approved it, well, that excuse has been taken away. So yeah. you either mm -hmm. now be encouraged to act or you'll dig in on another excuse that you know delays the delays taking action on for, that. For many, it's it's the latter. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, sure. I think so. That's as, not what they're well. holding off on. No. Yeah, it's one of the things that they're using to object or shove back. But I doubt in very many cases it was the sole. Reason. I don't think for some people. I don't think there's anything that could be said. Well, I mean, we brought you a stat last week that, uh, according to some survey, 15 out of 100 say never under any circumstance mm. and i don't know how many i don't know how many what percentage of americans are anti-vaccine of any kind you know there are there are so people you, who just say i yeah. refuse to take any vaccines of any kind and but i doubt it's 15 percent. so but in that 15 you have to fit that subset of people as well but as far as positivity Governor Bashir announced yesterday uh, almost 2,600 new cases for Monday and 17 deaths. But when you companion those numbers with Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, that three-day total was 8,630 with 41 <laughs> new deaths. Their, the positivity rate on Sunday, by the way, jumped over 13%, went up to 13.01%, and then came back down yesterday slightly to 1287 so nearly 1,900 Kentuckians hospitalized. That's 365 more since a week ago. Uh, there are 529 patients in ICU, and there are 301 Kentuckians on a ventilator, which is up 77 over the course of the week, which is the most in the co during the COVID-19 pandemic. And as of today, I think there was one county, Robertson, well, Robertson County. Which is the smallest county. Up in uh, northeastern Kentucky. The only one that's still hanging on in the substantial category. But, you know, there's quite a bit of variance between... Um, there's quite a bit of variance between Grayson County and even Edmondson County when you look at the uh, incidence rate. 
you know, we are, we being Grayson, are nearly three times higher uh, than we would have to be to get into the next category to get down to 10 to 25. But in Edmondson County, they're down at 36.4. So it makes me wonder. Are we getting to a black category at some point, or is there gonna are they gonna make another? Well, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess running rampant is running rampant. But I guess what I'm wondering, if you look at Fleming County, it's 106, and you look at Larue County, Grant County at is that 42 or is that 12? Larue County is at 140 something, but Edmondson County at 36.4. So it makes me wonder. Is there truth in our numbers in the sense that this is diagnosed positivity? See, have there been, are there, I, I suspected that there were times during the last school year that a lot of parents or guardians had said, I'm not going to have my child tested no matter what. Mm-hmm. Got the sniffles, got a whatever, we're not going to report it, which is dangerous if you continue to send them to school. It's just mm-hmm. encouraging the spread because they're of a group that can't be vaccinated. And now the positivity has really jumped up in the the youngest of our of our citizenry. So it does make me wonder why a county as rural and as similar to Grayson County as Edmondson is has a positivity rate that's one third of what a neighboring county is, where you got people coming and going, and some live across the border, and you, et cetera. It just the number stands out to me in contrast, and it makes me wonder why. And I don't, I don't know the answer to that. It's just uh, a question. I have a couple of hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Sure. It can't be hypotheses. It would be hypothesi. Yes. Like if you it's spot multiple. Hypotheses. Hypotheses. Where's, where's your, you, you know an English teacher, don't you? We, we both know one very well. She, she'll happen by, we'll get a text during the break. <laughs> I hope Dennis gets it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky's governor yesterday shifted the burden. We we heard from Governor Bashir for the first time since the Supreme Court ruling on Saturday. And, How's he doing? Uh, well, he uh, he took back his mask mandate. Of course, doesn't you know, matter. Doesn't really matter when the Kentucky Department of Education had also followed suit last week. Um, but he shifted the burden of combating the pandemic to Republican lawmakers after the court cleared the way for some limits on his emergency powers. He he gave some actions that the legislature should strongly consider uh, reinstituting a ma- statewide mask mandate if needed. Uh, also, you know, to combat uh, the surge in cases and hospitalizations. He said that he'll continue to focus on the pandemic, but said he no longer has the, quote, same options and flexibility in the wake of a pivotal ruling by Kentucky's Supreme Court. The justices Saturday said that, you know, they had to dissolve that injunction that was keeping laws that the legislature had passed. And so you've seen like Osborne and Stivers over the weekend saying we stand ready to work with the governor and help. They met yesterday. I think they're scheduled. They met Sunday. I think they were scheduled to meet again yesterday. I don't know how those conversations went, but I guess, you know, if, if I'm in his shoes, yes, he has he has taken the brow beating, right? He has made the hard decisions. He has become unpopular with a large group of people. He has done things that, while we didn't like them, I think certainly they helped us in ways. And now he's saying, okay, you wanted to be part of the decision-making calculus. 
So now that you're at the table, will you make the tough decisions, the tough, unpopular decisions that are necessary? And in some cases of legislators, right, they're on two-year terms. You know, they 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 oh, yeah, have no, to turn no. they have to turn over pretty quick. And so, do how many legislators would have the courage of conviction to say, you know what, I've I've studied the numbers and mask mandates are, you know, maybe would be helpful, or maybe something equally as unpopular. How many will have the courage to then say this is what's needed and then have to come home from Frankfurt on the weekends? You know, or when the, when not in session and have to hear the grumbling of everybody like, rah, 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 rah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know how people are grumbling now mm-hmm. and they haven't had to make any decisions. And I, and I think that that's kind of the point of, in a lot of ways, some of our legislators, this is not a political party, it's both sides, are too worried about getting reelected than doing what's actually right. I, and that's not a Democrat. That's both sides. That it doesn't matter. They're too worried about what what do my people think about me? Because I've always been told that sometimes the best leader is sometimes you listen to your people and listen to your constituents. But sometimes the best leader has to tell your constituents what's best for them. I heard it put extremely well one time from a local gentleman here who said, "I could get elected, but I could never get reelected." You know, because you have my intentions would be to go there and make the hard decisions that mm-hmm. actually are needed, but people are going to go. Oh, I didn't like what you did, but that's sometimes that those are those tough calls that are there, and you know, I, Governor Bashir, he's only really had one play, and that's as to, and that's to use as much executive power as possible because he's got supermajorities against him in both chambers of the legislature. So he he really has only taken the same path that is there. But to his credit, he's done unpopular things that seem to have. Kentuckians' best interest in mind instead of will I get another term as governor? And it's hard to argue with that. Now, the, has that soured enough people that they're going to go, oh, I would never vote for that guy again? Maybe, but you will have to give him credit for making the tough decision, which so many people don't want to do or they, they, they run from. So, um, Grayson County Health Department. 103 new cases Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. 49 Saturday, 27 on Sunday, and then 27 again yesterday. So, uh, Grayson I think County's I read numbers. that their drive through testing yesterday had a 25% positivity rate. That's right. Really? Yeah, they posted that yesterday. It's uh, super high. Read a headline, Butler County man stabs brother multiple times in an apparent argument over an Xbox. I wasn't there. I don't know, but the headline seems odd. Uh, there are two days left to enter the last Kentucky $1 million vaccine drawing. You're shot this. at a, you're shot at a this. million. It's, you're, you're winning this one? You, yep. Mm-hmm. You got this? I'll be off on Thursday. All right. um, <laughs> I wouldn't do that <laughs> it, if I were you, Sam. It'll, it'll be gone on Friday. <laughs> if, you, if you win, Sam, I would encourage you to just act like normal mm-hmm. until you make your plans on what you're going to do. Oh, already, if you make sudden I'm plans, headed to Vegas. I'm with Mark. Yeah. If you make sudden plans, all of a sudden, every friend you ever had yeah. from Western, every friend you've ever had mm-hmm. in your entire life is suddenly back in your life going, you. it's four. He may win a million Hey, we uh, might not want a dog. The last Sam. ox checked, he had to request <laughs> days off. Is it, it? I don't know. You tell your boss I'll, you're I'll taking just, off. I'll just slide him a hundred bucks. Not and, if and you, we'll be good. Not if you win a million dollars. You don't have to. <laughs> we got to get to. He's awfully young to win only a million dollars. Yeah. We got to get Taxes, to a break. Though. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on in the note. Well, 
This segment of In the Know is brought to you by our friends at Mid Park. Here in about uh, half an hour, if you're with us live, in about a half hour, job fair gets underway at their new location, 2555 Brandenburg Road, where they have jobs starting at $15 an hour. That job fair uh, underway starting at 10 today goes until 6 o'clock this evening. Mid Park has been a locally owned and uh, uh, locally owned family business for nearly 40 years, actually over 40 years. The company is comprised of uh, multi-site manufacturing divisions specializing in custom fabrication, roll forming, CNC machining, and more. That's 2555 Brandenburg Road. New jobs with a great company, long-standing company in Midpark at uh, $15 an hour. Again, 2555 Brandenburg Road is the location you go for the job fair today. It's day number 12 of Where's Quacky. Uh, I want to tell you, day number 10 winner was uh, Josie Starcher. I didn't have that for you yesterday. Uh, Josie Starcher knew the Quacky spent Friday at the lake there at the Grayson County Detention Center. Yesterday, Katie Gibson knew that Quacky spent the day over on Sunbeam Road near that uh, new feature, the Cycling Kids statue over on Sunbeam Road. Now, yesterday I told you I hadn't seen this piece, Mm -hmm. but I could tell from the background I knew exactly where it was. And it's because, Dennis, this is sort of over in your neighborhood. I see it every day, multiple yeah. times. So um, not, it's not the bench, it's not the pedestal, but it's the legs to the water tower right. in the background that I knew was the water tower on mm-hmm. Sunbeam Road. So that's how I knew where Quacky was spending the day. Oh, and Quacky. maybe so did uh, Katie Gibson. Now over on our Facebook page, you'll see day number, was day number 12? Of Where's Quacky, and you need to, in the comment section of that photo, not in the show thread, in this photo on our Facebook page, comment where Quacky is spending the day today. It's almost like, where's Waldo? I kind of had to find him there for a second. That could be someone's backyard. Is that the, is that the Ooh, Cook Ranch backyard? <laughs> no, Sarah mowed last night. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Uh, let's see. Oh, Quacky. Did you hear from the English teacher? Uh, not not yet, but I I'm trying not to really look right now. I got it, mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Because you could get your scorecard. Got a text from Sarah. She may be. <laughs> you may get your scorecard on your. Uh, I got it. All right. I, I was running. Uh, speaking of of uh, teachers in school, okay. ran across a list of things this morning that they used to teach in school. Things that we used to learn in school yes. that are less likely to be learned today. Okay. Like uh, one is typing. Oh, I hated it. Keyboarding. That's what it was called in middle school. Typing. We had this game I remember we played, and it would yell at you in your ears if you, like, hit M instead of N or whatever it was. It would go, M! Was it Mavis Beacon? (laughs) No, I don't remember what it was called. Uh, The series Grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was was not fun. (laughs) Mavis Beacon is series And then they brought out the keyboard covers, too, that you had to cover it so you Uh really couldn't peek. Wow, I didn't realize you all had those types of problems. I just yeah. excelled. I was, mm, yeah. I get it. Hey, in Ohio County, we were blindfolded. Um, With a ruler over the school. back of the head if you missed it. That was in every class. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> in every one. Yeah, I love typing class. That was. I did too. Uh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, now they don't teach it as much because they think kids are born with <clears> keyboards, <throat> but not properly. 
They're all thumbing it. You know, they can't properly type. It's a skill worth having, I assure you. It really is. I think I'm probably the fastest typist in this room. In this room? Both on phone and computer. I've seen on traditional typing. Yes, sir. No, you I was when I completed my when I completed my (laughs) typing courses at Grayson County High School, I was the second fastest typist to that date in Grayson County. Thirty five years ago. I think you've lost some of it. I'm just saying. I think I think there's like websites you can go to and set this up and we can see words per minute. Without a doubt. And then if they're not teaching typing anymore, they're not teaching handwriting. Oh, and especially goodness. during Person. NTI and virtual. I mean, I'm hearing reports of a lot of kids that don't, you know, that kids that should know how to hold a pencil <laughs> that don't because they haven't had to for 18 months. Right. You know, just that's right. No particular reason. Yeah, cursive. No, I mean, absolutely. That's but gone anyway. If, if we're being being honest, is that really that big of a loss? Oh, boy. Handwriting? Cursive. Oh, cursive? Oh, boy. Uh, my cursive is so bad. Other than signing my name, I can't think of a reason that I've ever actually had to use cursive. You didn't uh, put calligraphy on your on your invitations for your graduation at no, Western we had, or we anything? Had, we had stickers. That's about right. Yes. We're in the 21st century stickers. now. We use stickers. Oh, that, was, that was 2018. <laughs> the Dewey Decimal System? I don't know that. Hey, that's underrated, man. I spent, you don't know this about me, but I spent two summers working at the Ohio County Public Library. Yeah. And a couple of years working at the University of Southern Indiana Library. Uh-huh. And uh, Dewey Decimal System is a uh, wonderful gift to our world. See, our library in elementary school just had big signs that would pop up. You know, here's your nonfiction, here's your fiction. See, that's mm-hmm. part of the problem. And it, young people. And, it worked. Did they put stickers on the spines of all uh-huh. the books? Yep. Scratch yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, The Dewey Decimal System is a work of art. Uh-huh. Uh, it, I can see where it's not as likely to need to be used because you just search for things now. It's just you pull them up or you tell S-I-R-I or A-L-E-X-A yes. or G-O-O-G-L-E or whoever to go find it. You know, you don't necessarily yeah. have to go running through the running through the library. But, Dennis, I don't know if you have heard, but I had the idea for a company that specializes in moving libraries and come to find out there is one. But it's not aptly named. A company that specializes in relocating libraries should be called the Dewey Decimal Moving Company. Should it not? That sounds good. Latin. Why? Uh, why? Why? It helps you understand the origins of English. A lot of the root words from Latin give us our words today. You got to understand English first. Hope Karen Taylor heard that. You see, yeah, I'm yeah. For, I'm, check I'm trying to make up. Here. I, I fumbled the hypotheses. Yeah, I was going to say it. Now, no comments either. <laughs> it's coming. Home, okay. home, ec, home economics. Now that I can, I mean, we really should continue yeah. to teach. This. Oh yeah, there's yeah, a no, little that, bit that of I that. One hundred percent. There's a little bit of that happening. Like I know in the FCCLA classes, there's some of that aspects happening, but. I don't know, like back in my day in middle school, I sewed this pillow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a star with a little nightcap on it, like a sleepy star. What did you make in shop class? Who? <laughs> I was in band. <laughs> I was in band oh, during shop so class. That, that can't that keeps you from being off the yeah. shop. We yes. didn't even have shop class. Well, 
So that's the thing. In middle school, you turned left to go to home ec. You turned uh-huh. right to go to shop. Okay. Your gender decided which turn you ah. took. But now they don't do that anymore because uh, it's... Yeah, we didn't even have shop class. That wasn't even an option. Hey, Alex made fudge yesterday Oh, in one of his classes. Yeah, I didn't ever technically take home ec, but through 4-H and other things that I was involved yeah. in, I was able to learn some of those skills. So I didn't have home ec per se, but I got some of those skills that I was blessed that my you know my parents taught me, my mom taught me, I picked up from grandparents, et cetera, and even some shop type stuff. And so I'm not great at those things, but if they're not teaching them at all mm-hmm. to kids now, it um, I think it's problematic. Reading analog clocks. Alea told me the other day she was never going to be able to tell time. This I said, is oh, yes, you will. The struggle and, is real. And, and here's another thing. I mean, look, I know how to read an analog clock, but is it that big of a deal? Say it. You're going to say the W word. Just wait till the lights Why? go out, Sam. Well, this is on a battery. Mm-hmm. For a while. Mm-hmm. It is. By the way, so my watch, <laughs> I've got I got an Apple Watch that's on analog. On analog, that's <laughs> funny. Mine just says nine forty on it. I'm just. I think, it looks, have, I think have, it looks more like a watch. We had to learn on the Judy clocks. I don't know if you all had Judy clocks. No, I, I don't know Judy. Well, I went to school like a, with Judy. Looks like a watch there for losers. Straight analog. Straight analog. No digital whatsoever. All right, quickly. Five Airbnbs that you'll recognize from your favorite two thousands movies and TV shows. Let's go. Uh, Dennis, uh, you all had plans to, you want to go to Chicago and see the Home Alone yes. house. Yes, we want to. We want to be able to do that. Uh, you can rent Bella Swan's house from Twilight on Airbnb. That's in St. Helens, Oregon. It's $379 a night. Never seen it. Sam, Harry Potter's childhood home is available <gasps> for rent. It doesn't rent. even look like it in the picture. Mm, yeah. What they do to the inspiration. outside. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it has. It's in uh, Lavenham, Lavenham, England. It's two hundred fifty-six dollars U.S. Oh, a night. That's not bad. Yeah, these aren't bad. The Breaking Bad house in Albuquerque is available. They even have what's called their uh, series package, where they leave out the hazmat suits and oh, all that man, stuff if much? you want to. Um, it is only one hundred and sixty-nine dollars oh, a night, and it's for large. the hazmat suits. I've only too? seen the first few. Damn, I've only seen down. the first few episodes of the first season, but that's a large house. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is this the house I, he lived in? Or I don't. Was that... think so. No, because the house that he lived in is the lady who owns it is not friendly. There's all kinds of videos that you can pop up that she just sits on her front porch and people drive by it. This is 3,600 square feet uh-huh. and 16 guests that uh-huh. can. 16, the wow. Ryan Reynolds uh, from Definitely Maybe, and this is in Brooklyn, and it's $75 a night. And then out in Los Angeles, the house from Entourage, the Via Sofia in Los, Feliz, Los Angeles is available. I didn't see Entourage, so I don't know. But it's available for rent as well. Now, on the other side of things, okay, there is a uh, a landlord who's trying to rent out a bathroom and a desk as an office space in Glasgow, in uh, central Glasgow, I think Scotland. Okay. So here's the picture of it. Would you rent this on Airbnb? It's a, it's not even a full bathroom. It's a toilet and a little desk. Isn't uh, that better than what Steve Jobs started out with in the garage? Is it, though? Depends on what was in the garage. Maybe. Your own bathroom. Um, Dennis, mm-hmm. our, you're, as our culinary consultant, yes, Lucky please. Charms, Marshmallows Only cereal coming back. Um, I, there's something wrong. To me, there's something wrong with Lucky Charms, Marshmallows Only. 
Okay. I think it devalues the marshmallows in the long run. I think it, you're no longer Lucky Charms if yeah. it's just one or the other. Yeah, absolutely. But now these can be used multi-purpose through different snacks and treats. Mm-hmm. That's true. Dennis, have you taken the milk crate challenge? Uh, don't do milk. Uh, doctor said be careful on the old lactose. Okay. Uh, Friday evening, uh, Beej and I oh, I've seen this. got... Um, <laughs> We went down the rabbit hole on Milk Crate Challenge. No, you um, didn't. W- just on watching people do it. Yes. I fir- the first one I saw, I couldn't figure out. I was like, why are people doing this? And then come to find out this is just the latest challenge. So you stack milk crates on top of one another. You start with one, then two, then three. And you're supposed to <sighs> stair-step your way to the top of it. And I've seen a few where people get to the top one. Well, yes. I mean, they get to the top one, and then they start uh-huh. shimmying and shaking, and this has to hurt. Oh, it breaks like, I don't back. know, but the, it made us laugh so much because, one, if you're dumb enough to do it, you kind of deserve to get hurt. Oh. But I, I had mean, to they're stop almost, watching. They're almost back-breaking in a way, but... Felt so bad for them. I could, had to. Stop. Could you do it, Dennis? Absolutely do not. Milk crate challenge? Yeah. I thought. I thought we were talking about like drinking as much milk as possible. Nor can I. No, that's, a, that's another kind of challenge. We got to get to a break. We'll come back today's water cooler questions coming up here on In the Know. The world's shortest escalator at a mall in Japan has a vertical height of two feet eight inches, has only five steps, and takes eight seconds. <laughs> Why bother? That seems very slow. It's just put in a ramp. Ridiculous. It takes more time to get on it and off of it yeah. than it takes to go the two point the two uh, feet eight inches. But that's escalator. You would think that that was in America. Yeah, Americans well, are known the as laziness. the laziness. Yeah. yeah, and it's not as if it's like a capability thing uh-huh. where it makes it, e- it. You spend more energy and more dangerous. Like you should see, you should see Beach try and get on and off an escalator. Like, <laughs> yes, it, I is, love it. it looks like the milk crate challenge. I mean, it. <laughs> she's like, okay, all right, here, here we go, moving sidewalk or whatever. Oh, uh, the moving sidewalks else, are the best at the airport. I love the moving sidewalk. You know, because you feel like you're moving so fast. Can you get on them and try and go backward? <laughs> it can it's be. like Usain Bolt. Uh, I mean, you certainly look more like Usain Bolt than I do. So well, I mean, I, maybe. We uh, some people say we're brothers. What was it? There was only I think I read one time you and Usain, or me and you. <laughs> uh, Montana has one escalator in the entire state. What? Really? Yeah, and I don't even remember where it was, but I thought it was. Uh, Certainly thought it was Step odd. in the wrong direction. Here's today's water cooler question. You're going to text your answer to 270-259-6000. Going to give you your choice of uh, theme park tickets today. I think we got still got all three available. Holiday World, Kentucky Kingdom, or Beach Bend, whatever you like. If you can answer today's water cooler question by texting 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. of women have had this job at some point in their life. One in four women have had this job at some point in their life. What is it? Text the answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. 
one in four women. Mayim Bialik is going to host the first few episodes of Jeopardy. Mike Richards, as we told you, is out. Mike Richards will continue on as the executive producer of the show, but he will not participate in the process to select the permanent host. And you are a fan of this right of her? Yeah, I'm fine with it. her. I'm fine with her. If she, if, even if, if she can, she, what, Call Me Cat, I think is the show yeah. she's got on Fat uh, Which Fox. is based in Louisville, I think, isn't it's it? It's set in Louisville. Yeah, I don't know where they shoot it, but it's set in Louisville. Uh, it was odd last night. I looked up, and I saw Alex hosting, mm. the, the late, great Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. Glanced up, and I'm like, this is an older episode, clearly. Why are they showing it tonight? Because as I told you yesterday, Mike Richards filmed five episodes before the brouhaha. And so will we ever see those five episodes? But here's how I knew it was it was definitely an older episode is the contestants were really close together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, before the pandemic, the Jeopardy contestants, they had to put up those dividers and they mm-hmm. weren't quite shoulder to shoulder, but they were very compact on the set. And so seeing them that close together now stood mm-hmm. out to me like, why are they standing that close together? Mm-hmm. We don't do that anymore. So it was odd in the way that it looked. Uh, Casey Musgraves has a new album out. Uh, will be coming out, a star-crossed album and film. So um, for those of you scoring at home, Casey Musgrave has a new album. Sturgill Simpson has a new album, which I've heard the first couple of songs off of. Um, more the, bluegrass, uh, right? Yes, it? it's more bluegrass. The Isaacs have a new album out, which Ooh. I've got a flag to listen to. And what about Cook Ranch Music? Does Cook Ranch Music have any new music out that I need to be on the lookout for? November 1st. Oh. November 1st. Is that, a, is that the first we've heard of that? First you've heard. Oh. Mm. Hey, what's what's the deal with that girl in that picture? That's Casey Musk. Is she okay? Yeah, she's all right. I mean, you can tweet at her and check on her. And no, see I'm saying okay like she looks not, but... like she's in pain. Yeah. Um, if your number ends in 4634, you were the first to uh, correctly mm-hmm. identify babysitter. I got that. 25% oh, of women that's have it? been babysitters at some point in time in their life. You think that's it? You think it should be higher than that? I do. I think that, you know, girls, man, growing up, I that's what they do, right? It was higher than 25% as well. Curb Your Enthusiasm, Season 11 will premiere in October, and Richard Lewis is part of the Season 11 cast. Uh, He had some health issues and was unsure whether he would continue. The Morning Show, Season 2 trailer, is out, and it has a Friends reference in it. If you've not seen The Morning Show, it's got Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, okay, two of the primary characters. Well, the trailer includes a Friends reference when Jennifer Aniston says, I feel like they're bringing in my big sister to clean up my mess. Of course, they played sisters on Friends. She and Reese Witherspoon famously played sisters. Uh, but uh, Christina Applegate was also on Friends. And it, Friends is kind of a who's who of uh, cast members out there. This is Apple TV, right? Yeah, Apple TV. And the you said it was show. good, right? Oh, it's great. Comes out on September 17th. So. There you go. No gotta, Steve Carell. Do what? No more Steve Carell? Yeah, Steve Carell's still in it. Okay. Yeah, the original cast now, is in for season can two. Can you – does he have Michael Scott? Is it? Is that the weird part like it was no, in the – he's playing Matt Lauer. Okay. He does a good job at okay. it as well. Creepy. we got to get to a break. We'll come back, and we got the Point to Ponder, Pearl of Wisdom, Char Toppers, and more. That's ahead here on In the Know. They all started looking real. 
feel suspicious at him, and he jumped up and said, Now, just wait a minute, Jim. You know he's lying. I've been living here all of my life. I'm a faithful follower of Brother John Birch, and I belong to the Antioch Baptist Church, and I ain't even got a garage. You can call home and ask my wife. MB's point to ponder for today. All right, um, so I must... This was planted with me during the course of the break. When looking back at uh, Dennis, his revelation that there will be new music from Cook Ranch Music on Mm -hmm. November 1st, uh, it likely suggests this would be uh, Christmas in nature. I could could be way off on that, but the fact that November the 1st kind of ushers in the holiday season so that begs the question, <laughs> what date will the Cook Ranch Christmas tree be erected in 2021? You're saying this like it's not already up. I feel like I'd have seen a picture of it by now. Uh, if the if it's already up, they're doing a really good job keeping it on the down low. But uh, I think that little shaved ice business they've got, I, I don't mean little, I mean the Cook Ranch shaved ice business that they have. Little radio guy. Maybe <laughs> the little radio guy over there may have uh, may have uh, stunted the level of festiveness mm-hmm. <laughs> at Cook Ranch. Mm-hmm. Boy, I took the long way around. <laughs> I, I used 50 words when 10 would have done, but that's just most I of like my profession it. anyway. I like it. So when's the tree going up? Well, thanks for asking, Mark. Uh, our fall decorations are already up. Okay. But on August the 24th, still a month from fall. They are up. They've been up for two weeks. You do realize it's almost a hundred degrees today, right? This is my segment, (laughs) Sam. People out there want me to have my time. Is that true? You're on every day. No, I'm not Uh, on Wednesdays. (laughs) So yeah. Uh, soon. I hope I actually got my first ornament last week. Sarah gifted me. A 2021 Hallmark Castle Grayskull uh, ornament. Was this a fall ornament? Uh, for the Christmas tree coming okay. up. And right. um, so soon, I hope. And, would, and, would and the, please at least wait until fall to put up your Christmas tree. Yeah, your fall decorations up a month before fall starts. You know, last year we were kind of stuck inside and things were kind of hard and gloomy. I and knew you all would use this as cover. Go we ahead. We thought... This is, let's just go with joy. I want to spark joy. Do something that will bring joy to our lives. And that was part part of our track that we took to get there. Yeah. Nowhere around December the 5th should I detect any, detect any level of bah humbug from any of you cooks. No. Or I'm going to cycle you we'll back happen. to. Okay. Now, I'm probably not going to put the tree up in August. But you're not saying that Thank you're not going to do it that. September 1st? Sam, this is my Listen, <laughs> Your segment's over now. <laughs> television tonight. It's the quarterfinals, uh, quarterfinal number three on America's Got Talent. And on ABC, Lance Bass uh, hosts Bachelor in Paradise. Hmm. Lance Bass, see that fish, that the that mountain fish mm-hmm. that has the... Got it. Isn't he one of the boy mm-hmm. band? Yeah, Backstreet mm-hmm. uh, Sinks. Backstreet's back. All, All right. right. 
This date in 1814 during the War of 1812. So, okay, so this is much like a pandemic, apparently. It starts one year and ends two years later. Uh, British forces invaded Washington, D.C., setting fire to the Capitol. In A.D. 79, long dormant Mount Vesuvius erupted. Amelia Earhart embarked on her 19-hour flight from L.A. to New Jersey, this date in 1932. Bart Giamatti banned Pete Rose from baseball, this date in 1989. Hurricane Andrew smashed into Florida, this date in 1992. Oh, Pete. Birthdays today. Joe Regalbuto is 72 today. He was uh, one of the co-stars on Murphy Brown with Candace Bergen. Oh. Mike Huckabee is 66 today. Steve Gutenberg is 63. Cal Ripken Jr. is 61. Major Garrett is 59. Marley Matlin is 56. Dave Chappelle is 48. Chappelle show, Chappelle show. And Sam will be celebrating today because Rupert Grint oh. is 33 today. Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley turns 38 today. Okay. Gone but not forgotten, Duke Kahanamoku, who yep. introduced the world mm-hmm. to surfing via the Olympics, That's was born this date in 1890. There's a big statue of him at Waikiki. Ooh. Yasser Arafat, born this date in 1929. Did you watch any of the surfing show last night? I did not. Um, did you record way, it? I did not. Uh, one thing I'm going to remind everyone. Oh. oh. It sounds exactly like the 50s. We started on the other end of the chart toppers, didn't we? It, why not? We do loaded it, it backwards. Do it in reverse today. Switch uh, it up. Yeah, How'd you get a hold of my latest track? No, because you end up in is a terrible the, place. the newest that. Cook Ranch. Gives you something to look forward to if you work your way forward. Um, by the way, the uh, Paralympics are underway in Tokyo today, the opening ceremonies. I needed to make sure that I logged into the program guide and recorded that. So need to tr- try to pay attention to the... Uh, Paralympic Games going on in Tokyo starting today. So, chart toppers. Let's go to 1954. Just pretend like you didn't hear Despacito. This is from Cars. It's in Cars. This is from Say. It's in Cars. Shaboom, the crew cuts. My favorite Pixar movie, maybe. Really? It's up there. I'm going Wally. Cars is one of your favorite movies? Oh, top three, easily. Really? In in Pixar. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta tell you, I, I mean, I, I like Larry the Cable Guy, okay, but I didn't like Mater. I don't know why. What? I don't know why. I just, I'm not sure. Ooh. I'm not sure. There's like three or four Maters that live in live in Grayson County. Say yeah, yeah. I don't know if I like them or not. I don't know any of them. <laughs> I'm sure you L- do. Little Stevie Wonder, born this date in 1963. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just not willing to commit to I do. What's wrong with Mater? I don't Tall know. Tall Mater? I don't, I don't know. Going tractor tipping? I don't know. How old was he around that time, little Stevie? Uh, 12, something. 12, like, 12, 13. Definitely young. Yeah. Um, 1972. This is an artist named Gilbert O'Sullivan. Now, you two over there who can see, tell me that guy doesn't look like Gilbert O'Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> right? Are, are you no jealous doubt. of him? Oh, sure. I mean, he's got flowing locks. Is that Richard Marks' dad? Um, he looks like so many people to me. But, I mean, you take take one look at that guy and tell me that he doesn't scream, my name is, Engel, uh, is, my name is Gilbert O'Sullivan. Yes. Hello. Gilbert O'Sullivan. So there he is right there. There it is. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Zoom back in. I don't like that shot. Da, 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 Let's go to 1981. Diana Ross oh. and Lionel Richie. Oh, yeah. A little too close there. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
There's only <laughs> oh, yeah. in my life. There we go. Endless Love, one of the greatest duets the of all time. Sarah, this is for you, babe. Ooh, right here on Fantasy Phone In. Dennis sending a shout out to Sarah. You know it. Couple's dance. Oh, I can dance. Is she planning on coming back in and co host one day? Nope. She's busy. <laughs> that was the alpha and the omega <laughs> of, of her hosting. Yeah. 1990. Shannon Doa, number one. That that's her theme song to me. I have a feeling she may refute that. Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle, number one in 1999. Aladdin theme song. Let's go to 2008. And Chris Brown, number one. And this one song launched all. I mean, I wonder how many times this was. These dances were performed at weddings. I mean, these impromptu dances that all oh, flash mobs or gotcha. whatever. Uh-huh. It went viral. Oh, by the way, I saw uh, that at, the best at-home video starring Cedric the Entertainer. I watched it last night, and they're doing a. You know, viral videos are old enough now that there's some retro. They went back and interviewed the guy from 2007 who did Chocolate Rain. Oh, you yeah. You remember that uh, viral Tays on video? Day. Yeah. Tays on they Day. They did yep. an interview with him, like a Where Are They Now segment. So, yeah, the chocolate I, Rain. I really want to know the, you know, the I Like Turtles guy, the little kid. Yeah. I Charlie bit my finger. Tra- <laughs> where, where well, the, I saw one of him a few years go? ago. You did? Yeah, and he was you know, 14 years old now or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Thank you guys uh, for having hopefully me. Hopefully see you again real soon. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Maybe it won't work out, but maybe seeing if it does will be the best adventure ever. Maybe it won't work out, but maybe seeing if it does will be the best adventure ever. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.